0: Welcome to podcast 198. I'm Emma Scott, Senior Workplace Relations Consultant at VHAA. Joining me today is Madeline White, Workplace Relations Advisor, uh, who's joining us today from the query team. So what we'll be doing is discussing some uh, questions we receive on casual employment. Welcome, Maddie.
1: Hey, Emma. So, there's been quite a lot of changes in relation to casual employment recently.
0: Yeah, there has. Um, One of them being the insertion of a legislative definition of casual employment being added to the Fair Work Act
1: 2009. Could you remind me what the definition, definition is again?
0: So, the employee will be a casual employee when an offer of employment is made by the employer to the person um, and that's made on the basis that the employer makes no firm advance commitment to continuing an indefinite work according to an agreed pattern of work for the person and obviously the person accepts that offer on that basis and that the person um, is obviously also an employee as a result of that acceptance
1: so in summary a person is a casual employee if they accept a job offer from an employer knowing that there is no firm advance commitment to ongoing work with an agreed pattern of work.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Also, once an employee um, is a casual employee, they essentially will be continued to be employed as a casual employee unless they become a permanent employee. And that might be, say, through, for example, the casual um, conversion process or they may accept alternative employment um, through say for example applying for or accepting an advertised job for that employer on a full-time or part-time ongoing basis and then alternatively obviously they may uh, no longer be employed um, by the employer at a particular moment in time
1: as well will the definition of casuals be amended within our agreements
0: Yeah, as the agreements begin to be reviewed, we will certainly be looking to update the um, definitions to, uh, I guess, reflect those legislative uh, requirements of what that definition is.
1: One of the common queries we receive is how do employees determine whether a casual employee is regular and systematic? Are you able to provide some guidance on this?
0: Yeah, so that's actually the million dollar question that you really wouldn't want to receive if you're in the hot seat with Eddie, because it isn't quite a straightforward answer, um, which is probably why we get a lot of questions on it.
1: Yes. And the terminology is used to assess a number of entitlements when it comes to employment, such as unfair dismissal or working out if a casual employee is entitled to parental leave. And what is employment on a regular and systematic basis?
0: So the Fair Work Act doesn't define um, employment on a regular and systematic basis. However, there have been a number of decisions that have created some common law precedents on what it means. What is the first tip? So really, the hours worked don't have to be regular on a systematic basis, but the employment must be. Uh, So that's an important distinction in that employers have to look beyond the hours um, of work of the casual employee and look at a number of things, which includes the system or process of how the hours are set um, or given to the employee um, by the employer.
1: What are some examples of the considerations?
0: So there's been some um, principles in terms of regular and systematic employment um, and when it can be established, which is where the employer has offered suitable uh, work when it was available at the times that the employee had generally made themselves available, Um, and then also that work was offered and accepted regularly enough that it could no longer be regarded as occasional or irregular.
1: What is another common question we receive regarding casual employees?
0: So we also get a number of questions regarding what counts as service for the purposes of unfair dismissal for a casual employee um, and how that interacts with the usual notion that at the end of each casual engagement, there is effectively a termination.
1: Those questions relate to section 384 of the Fair Work Act.
0: Yeah, so um, we've highlighted the terms on screen that relate to casual employment and the unfair um, dismissal thresholds. So that um, is about the period of employment, um, and it talks about that in Section 2A uh, that a period of service as a casual employee does not count towards the employee's employment unless the employment as a casual employee was as a regular casual employee and during the period of service as a casual employee, the employee had a reasonable expectation of continuing employment by the employer on a regular and systematic basis.
1: So there was a case in 2010 that provided some insight on how to treat casual employment having regard to those relevant sections.
0: Yeah, there was a full bench decision, um, Shortland and Smith, Snack Food Co. LTD that explored this.
1: What were the principles that were discussed in this case? So each occasion a casual employee is
0: engaged is a separate contract of employment. In this sense, no casual employee has a continuous period of employment beyond any single engagement.
1: However, for the purpose of unfair dismissal, it is the period of service rather than the period of employment that is relevant. Yeah, if the
0: conditions in section 384.2a um, we showed on screen earlier satisfied, then a period of service by continu- by a casual employee um, will count towards the period of continuous service. So that's distinct from, their, from a continuous period of employment, which obviously the previous observation is that um, it's a termination. Um, As a casual, this provision is related to continuous service, not continuous employment.
1: Okay, and where continuous service is established, the employer or employee may only break continuous service by making it clear to the other party that there will be no further engagements.
0: Yeah, that's correct. It also highlighted that absences for illness or injury do not break a period of continuous
1: service. So that case was a while ago. What about any recent decisions of the Fair Work Commission? that has looked at the employment relationship of a casual?
0: So there's actually a recent decision in July, um, and that's in relation to an Aboriginal uh, co-op and a particular employee, and we've got that reference just on screen um, there. Uh, What was found in this case? So the Commission determined that a five-day hiatus um, between resigning from a fixed-term position and restarting the same job on a casual um, basis did not break the minimum employment period necessary for the worker to challenge their dismissal. What was the background on this case? So the um, employee was a residential night worker that had first worked as a casual employee and then had three full-time fixed-term employment contracts over a period in excess of two years. How did the employee's termination come about? So on 28 August, the uh, employer emailed the employer resigning in frustration by email over a new roster that they released in the August of last year.
1: What did the employer do after receiving the email? So the HR manager
0: asked the employee's program manager whether the HR should accept the resignation effective immediately.
1: The program manager told the HR manager to hold off on accepting the resignation.
0: Yeah, that's right. The program manager was um, a bit concerned that the resignation could be considered as just an emotional response to the roster.
1: What happened then?
0: So the program manager called the worker to discuss the matter.
1: And what was the outcome of the discussion?
0: So it was essentially agreed that the employee would take some time off before resuming on a casual contract.
1: When did the employee return to work? So
0: after the five-day break, the employer completed a casual shift and then they continued on that basis as a casual for three months before accepting an offer to um, continue full-time employment from the start of uh, December.
1: And then the employer was dismissed on the 29th of January?
0: Yeah, that's correct. That happened um, later.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, The matter was then brought to the Commission and the employer disputed the Commission's jurisdiction to deal with the matter.
0: Yeah, that's correct. The employer argued that the the employee had not completed the minimum employment period of six months by virtue of their resignation on the 28th of August, notwithstanding the re-employment as a casual employee on um, September 3rd.
1: So the Commission had to determine whether the five days off between the resignation email and the employee commencing. Uh, casual employment was a break in continuous employment
0: yeah that's correct Um, if it was seen as breaking employment then the minimum employment period effectively would have to be reset
1: what did the commission determine
0: so they determined that the employee um, at the time of resignation was employed on a full-time basis uh, that had been allowed to run um, past its expiry date
1: What was the commission's reasoning for this belief? So the commission referred to the phone call from the
0: program manager and they found that on the date of the employee's resignation as a full-time employee, the employer agreed that the employee would immediately be placed on the casual roster.
1: What was the significance of this?
0: Well, essentially from the 28th of August, uh, including the five day break, the employment relationship had already continued.
1: Did the employee have their entitlements paid out on termination?
0: No. So the employer didn't move didn't move immediately to pay out the employee's entitlements on the 28th of August. They instead waited until the 7th of September to do so.
1: So this is more than a week after the resignation and the employee had already commenced their casual employment. What did the Commission have to say about this?
0: So the Commission stated that the act of delaying the termination payments in itself established a strong inference that the employer considered the employment relationship to be continuous.
1: The Commission rejected the employee's argument that the employment relationship ended the moment the worker sent the resignation email on 28th of August
0: yeah that's correct so the commission decided that instead the employment relationship continued that day and that by mutual agreement through the conversation on the 28th of august that the employee became a casual employee in lieu of being a full-time employee
1: so what's an important tip that employers should follow as a result of this case
0: well it certainly looks that in like in some cases although agreements might allow for termination payments to be delayed um, to the end of the pay period, but some prioritisation might need to occur um, when employees are changing from full-time or part-time employment to casual employment.
1: Additionally, members should put in place clear processes that end the employment relationship. Yeah, there should be
0: clear processes and procedures for when terminations occur. So, for casual um, employees, employers should regularly review their casual um, banks and where they're not required to terminate the casual's employment. However, an employer should never terminate a casual employee um, to, I guess, not pay particular entitlements. So, a good example is uh, you shouldn't be terminating casual employment um, just because they're coming up close to a particular threshold for receiving um, long service leave. You should only um be terminating those casual employees where you know that work is no longer required say for example for service um delivery purposes in that those instances because otherwise there are risk of um adverse action claims uh etc
1: okay great thanks so much emma thanks maddie (laughs) I dark company, a dark a company.